welcome to Coffee Life and All the Things, a podcast where we discuss anything and everything over coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Jill. And I'm Tatiana. And today we'll be talking about all the things we're watching. So, Tot, first things first, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And also, of course, what are you drinking today? And you should probably also tell us a little bit about your birthday. (laughs) Well, I had plans, you guys. I had plans. Did they work out? No, they didn't. You know why? Because it's 2020 and that's the vibe. (laughs) So I had this planned out. So in case anybody doesn't know, I am very food and drink motivated in like any aspect of my life. So like I wanted to wake up today and indulge. That was like my plan. Like I wanted to get my free coffee from Starbucks. Um, And there's this donut place that's not far from me. And I thought I had seen or I saw on maybe Instagram that they had a really good like some pumpkin like fancy donut that they were doing. And I was like, yes. I'm going to indulge. She's going to go for coffee. It's not that far. I'm like, that's the plan. She's going to shower. She's going to get ready. And my vertigo said, where are you going? (laughs) That's not happening. Yeah. So unfortunately, like I did shower and – but that's as far as I got. I got the worst vertigo today. And I don't know if anybody else deals with this. I've been dealing with it for a couple of years and I don't get it a lot. It's it's very sporadic. Like I used to think it was tied to stress. Um, so I don't know why it was so bad today. Like literal spinning like as if I drank like I don't know a lot, which I didn't. <laughs> I just want to preface that. Sounds awful. It was bad. So um, – just because, again, I have been dealing with it for a little bit, there's these exercises that you could do, like the way you tilt your head um, because your crystals just – when you get vertigo, your crystals, something happens to your crystals. They're just not aligned in your ears. So I did um, the exercises and super nauseous. I was like, oh, I don't feel well. So obviously, like that's not good to drive. (laughs) No. So yeah, I did the exercises and I just lay down on the couch for a few hours really. So the dizziness has stopped. Thank heaven. Yeah. Um, So I didn't, I didn't get to go out yet. I mean, I'm feeling better, so I think I will, but that's how the birthday is going so far because it's 2020 and it's on brand. (laughs) Well, hopefully it sounds like it can only get better from here. I'm hoping. I like I like that thought and spirit. So, but I did I did make a cuz I you know, I get headaches too and I thought a little bit of caffeine would help, so I just ended up making um some coffee at home and I just had it with a little bit of creamer today. It has helped a little bit, so Okay, good. Yeah, what are you drinking? Did you have anything today? Well, I had my normal coffee this morning and like what happens frequently, (laughs) I didn't finish it or even really actually drink it at all. And luckily I had it in my Yeti that I love and it stayed hot. So yeah. So once I put our daughter down for her nap, I added a little pumpkin spice creamer and having it that way, which is delicious. So you have like the pumpkin spice creamer. So yay. Yeah, I would say 
it's not as good as a pumpkin spice latte from an actual mm-hmm. coffee shop, mm-hmm. but it does kind of hit the spot because I, I think I missed pumpkin everything last year. <laughs> I don't know what I was doing. So I was really excited to have more time this year and indulge. Oh, good. Well, that sounds yummy. That's awesome. Yeah. So I guess we should get started. Um I think before we get into what we're watching, we wanted to kind of touch on all the things that are happening in the world, well, mm-hmm. I guess in our country right now, because yeah. we recorded last week before the president, before the presidential debate, yeah. before the president got COVID, and there was a <laughs> debate last night. Yes, a so lot. just a lot going on. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we don't really want it to be a super political Mm -hmm. podcast. Yeah, agreed. But it is kind of dominating the news and also our lives a little bit right now because it's a huge thing happening. And I, for one, am very stressed about the election. Yes. Maybe that's what gave me vertigo. I don't know. (laughs) Possibly. So did you watch the VP debate last night? I did. I did. What'd you think? So overall, you know, and I actually kind of like that we got to watch both of them to kind of comment on both. Um, Overall, obviously, like the structure was so much better. And I like to jump on Twitter after debates just because, you know, everyone can react a little bit faster. Um, And I forget what the new character count is, but in, in about like 200, you know, characters. Um, and I saw some people tweeting like, oh, this is so boring and da, da, da. I'm like, no, no, that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> I like, because I'm just going to say it. She said what she said, but the presidential debate was just a complete and utter shit show. Because, totally. You know, and, and whatever tactic it was, because I've seen a couple things saying that the president was coached to interrupt Joe Biden because when people with a stutter, I don't know if you saw this, um, I think it was Chris Christie. And I read this. I haven't confirmed if it's true or not, so don't get at me. Okay. Or you can, whatever. Um, had told him to interrupt him a lot because people with a stutter, it's hard to, it's hard for them to refocus their mind oh. on something. And I'm like, you know what? You're you're just complete awful. Like you're just awful human beings. And because he had absolutely no plan and nothing to say, of course he's going to interrupt and act like a two year old. Well, he can't say anything. He has a horrible record and. Yeah. What I mean, it kind of also reminded me in his other tactic during the previous election where he stalked Hillary. He's just, it just reminded me what an awful human being he is. I mean, I see it every day with him denying how deadly this disease is and not denouncing white supremacists, but it just, it's just infuriating to me. Like I can't, I have a really hard time understanding that how people mm-hmm. can see him and hear what he's actually saying and vote for him. So, I mean, I guess if any of our listeners are voting for him, I would be curious to know, like, what are the actual reasons? Like what policies? Because to me, the- he's just, I mean, to me, it's beyond policy right now. It's just like, yes, agree. he's just disgusting. I absolutely agree. Like I just don't under. I don't understand. I just keep saying that and it just disheartens me. I'm like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And because I also, you know, I also read Mary Trump's book, which no surprise there. Like it, it, and she didn't really come at him very much. She really just explained how he became 
such a psychopath and a narcissist. I mean, he is. He's good lord. Like yeah. do a Google search. I mean, it's not that hard. Like he is a narcissistic psychopath, and it, she just really kind of explained how he got there. Um, so having that knowledge, yeah. Um, <laughs> And I, it's, I just constantly like, I don't understand. Like he never says anything of substance. Like the fact that he has to repeat himself. I'm just constantly like, I, what are you voting for? I honestly don't understand. I don't, and I never will. Um, I think it's, I do think it's like, there's just so many lies that maybe he tells them enough that people start believing them. Some people, I don't know. It's really hard to understand. And to me, actually, after seeing the VP debate, it just made it. I mean, nothing likely would have changed my mind on who I'm voting for. I mean, nothing yeah. would have changed my mind. Yeah. But I did think Kamala did a good job. I wish she would have um, talked a little bit more about what yeah. her and Biden are standing for, even though I, you know, have been staying kind of current on their policies. Mm-hmm. But I felt like she. I mean, and rightfully so, she had to kind of attack his record a little bit. Um, Absolutely. But I I think it would have been nice for her to, like, drill home a little bit more mm-hmm. about their own agenda. Um, but it made me, you know, when they talked about the age and, like, how Pence and her could likely end up being president if something were to happen. Yeah. Um, and... To me, just how conservative Pence is, I just could never, I mean, it would it'd be scary to me. Like, I feel like we're just going backwards with this administration. And it, it, I think I have this underlying stress all the time about, especially since Ruth Bader Ginsburg died, like, yes. I'm just terrified what's happening. Like, what world is my daughter going to grow up in? Mm-hmm. Like, these justices are going to be here when she's like, 30 likely. Yes. And it's you're right. It's so it's just so scary. It's 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 just terrifying. I agree with you. I thought Kamala did a great job. I wish she was a little bit more forceful. I could tell you, you could kind of tell that she was holding back. And I wish she would have let go just a tiny bit more. Like I did like how authoritative she came across when she's like, I'm speaking, because that's what you say to a two-year-old. But he Pence also got more time than she did. I'm like, and the moderator just – I wish the moderators would enforce it a little bit more. I get it. It's politics. It's what happens. You talk over each other. You That's that's the name of the game. But I just hate it. I mean, he did interrupt her constantly, but she kind of let it fly, which bothered yes, me. me too. No pun intended with the fly. <laughs> <laughs> the real hero of the debate. Uh, yeah. So – I mean, I enjoyed watching it, but I'm not – enjoyed is not the right word. Like, I'm glad I watched it. And like you said, it it wasn't going to change my mind how I was going to vote. Um, We're going to see. I am – I've never been this worried. Like, I think we were talking about this – I mean, I'm going to wrap this up soon, but I think we were talking about this before. Like, the first election I voted in was – was it Bush Gore in 2000? That was my first election. Yeah. And I mean, that was a big one too, but I never, I was never scared and it could just be the age or whatnot, but I am very scared. Yeah. So scared. And I think it's because we all have PTSD of what happened with Hillary. Like she was up in the polls. Everyone said there was no way he could win. 
And so now I don't believe any of the polls. And I do think he has a chance of winning only because of the way the electoral college is set up. I think if it was popular, there's no chance he'd be winning. But that's not how the election works. So, and now I'm just thinking crazy. Yeah. Well, now I'm just in crazy things like when Pence was like, "Oh, we know we're going to win." I'm like, "Is that because you know something? Did your boss Putin like? Did you have a conference call for your yearly review? <laughs> and he was like, that's what you do with a boss when you report to. And it, yeah. It's, it's just a lot. And like with, you know, social media and everybody posting, like I for sure cannot go on Facebook because it gets yeah. too much for me. Um, so I, and I limit my time on Twitter and things like that, but, but yeah, those. Yeah. I think everyone just needs to like, I don't know. I feel like I need to take care of myself a little bit more right now just because of how yeah. stressed I am about the situation. Um, I do have my ballot and I plan yeah. on mailing in my vote. I was debating between dropping it off at one of those ballot boxes or mailing, but I have already done a lot of research on the proposition. So I think I'm just going to fill it out tonight or tomorrow and drop it in the mail since I have plenty of time. I have. So I'm in Nevada. First time I'm voting in Nevada. So I'm. Yeah. You actually vote in a state that kind of matters. Yes. Like. (laughs) Well, much more than California right now. I guess. Um. I haven't got my ballot yet. I'm a little concerned, but I did download it online because they have the sample ballots up. Oh, okay. Um, so the early voting does start next week, and I don't care how long I have to wait. I'll bring the, your girl's going to bring snacks. She will stay until she goes. <laughs> like, so is mail in voting not an option for you? It is. I'm just, again, like, okay. I don't know. I'm, my gut is telling me, like, do the early voting. That's great. So I think that's what I'm going to do because it starts in Nevada, if it, uh, at least in my my county, which is Clark County. It starts on the 17th. So – and it's not okay. that far from here. But if I have to stand in line all day, I will. That's just how I'm feeling these days. Well, LA, for any LA voters that are listening, I know that early voting starts October 24th. And then they'll have more early voting, I think – I think it starts like 10 days out and then they open up even more places five days out is what I read last night. And then I, if people want, I know that at lavote.net, you can find all the information, like uh, where you can vote early, where you can drop off your ballot. There's so many ballot box drop-offs. If you look at the map, it's just like hundreds. So that's great. I think, um, yeah. So I hopefully... It'll be okay. I've always really voted um, absentee because when I turned 18, I lived in Boston, but voted in California. Mm-hmm. So I've, I'm really comfortable with mail-in voting. Yeah. So if any listeners have questions, you can always DM us on Instagram or email us. Yeah, we are happy to do the research for you, whatever state, city. Like I will put you in contact. I also have a friend that is like always um, volunteers. So I, I have some people that know what they're talking about. If not, I'll find I'll find something. I have the time. I will do it for you. <laughs> um, please vote. Yes, please vote. If if you're gonna give me a birthday present, that is enough. Yes. And if you really like me, you'll vote Biden Harris. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, I agree. But uh, yes, please, 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 please vote. All right. So. I think maybe – so we've been talking a lot about what we've watching. Like before this podcast, 
before we started this podcast, um, and we just keep tallying up all the shows that we've watched. <laughs> and so not to like spit so many different shows at you, I thought maybe a good thing would be like kind of doing genres and we can just touch on a couple shows each. Okay. What do you think? Sounds great. Okay. I'm excited because I just – well, you and I both have worked in the entertainment industry. Like I got into it because I love it. I love movies. I love TV shows. That's my jam. Um, so let's start like with Netflix. Okay. Any, okay. I mean, there's so many shows on Netflix. I know. I would say, well, I will talk about what I'm currently watching, I guess, on Netflix, which is I just started watching Emily in Paris. Oh, okay. Uh Uh-huh. Um, I do have to watch it when my husband's working late because he's not probably the right demographic. I don't even know that I am, but I'm enjoying it. It kind of reminds me of Gossip Girl a little bit because it's like mm-hmm. fun clothes. It's kind of snarky mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it's just fun. I mean, it's a little ridiculous too, but eh, whatever. <laughs> so I actually bite accident because I just finished it too, put up um, a post or a story and asked on my personal profile, like, has anybody watched this? And I got actually a lot of engagement on it and people are still DMing me like today and like, oh my God, I just finished watching this. And I'm like, I'm I'm always curious as to to what people think because I am with you. I'm like, it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Like, it was cute. It was a distraction. I do love the styling. Like it's a Darren Star show. So yeah. I was I was excited to see his take on like another – like is this a mini Sex in the City? Which with the styling I felt like it was and I really liked it. But there were some things that we've talked about like didn't sit well with me that some people mirrored what I was thinking too. And the first one was like she's supposed to be this, you know, social media manager. And she's kind of taking shitty photos, doesn't edit them. <laughs> And just post them up with like hashtag Paris or something. I know they're like and all like the most unflattering. Yeah, she's just like, oh, a burger. I'm gonna zoom in. Like we all know that doesn't work. Like it's not gonna. Like what iPhone do you have? The one that hasn't been announced that has like a zoom of like 250. Like girl, no. (laughs) Like you didn't even. You only took one photo. Like if you're a true influencer, if you are a true media manager, you don't take just one. And like all of a sudden, overnight, you have 20,000 followers. Like. No, (laughs) like no. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I just felt like yeah, some of the parts like how many marketing terms they tried to fit in. um, I just thought was a little silly, but like you said, it was just like a fun escape right now, especially during this political stuff. Like it was just a fun, and it's like I kind of enjoy those short, like thirty-minute shows because you can just like that go through them really quickly. Which I would say brings me to my other probably my one of my favorite lighthearted fun Netflix shows, which is Schitt's Creek. <gasps> okay. Yeah. We have to talk about this. Go on. Which doesn't even compare to Emily in Paris. Yeah. Schitt's Creek <laughs> is just so good. And if you haven't watched it, you should go online and start binging right now. Yeah. Um, I just love that show. It just makes you feel good. They're so sweet and the costumes are amazing. And just like, I just, I mean, there's nothing I don't love about that show. So Right. Did it's you so watch funny. the sixth final season? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I just finished the sixth season. Oh, so, we watched it not too long ago. Right. Yeah. So they, yeah, they released it. It always comes out around in October, like mid to late October on Netflix, but they released it early. Oh. And I cut the cord 
a few like a year or two ago. So I had not I've always uh so I started watching to backtrack so I make a little bit of sense. <laughs> I think I started watching on Netflix I think season 2. Okay. And then after that I just watched it live on Pop TV until I cut the cord. So I had watched the, the five seasons and I just watched the sixth. When I tell you I was crying yesterday, that is not a lie, which also might have contributed to my vertigo. But the last well, – I'm like, jealous I, you like just finished it. Yeah. Like yesterday, girl, guys. So yesterday, fun. Like, it's raw. Like I might cry right now. <laughs> I know. It was so sweet. It was so good. And there was just like the writing is impeccable, how the characters were developed. Like especially this last season, like if you were not in tears, I mean sometimes I question if I have a soul, but yesterday I was like, oh, no, it's still there. Uh, <laughs> because the writing was just so impeccable, the way they just developed everybody. Like Annie completely deserved that Emmy because Alexis, like you have my heart. Like I was just like, (laughs) I know. This is so beautiful. So they deserved all of the Emmys. Love it. Love, 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 love. Yeah, I loved it. And I, um, I mean, I've actually, before we even watched it, I've always been a huge fan of Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hare because I love all of the um, Christopher Guest movies, the mockumentaries they did together, like Best in Show. Uh, I just, I think they're so funny. They're such good comedians. So it was just, it was, it's such a fun watch. Um, what about you? Any other, I mean, besides Schitt's Creek, which I think we agree is the best, but, um, what other Netflix shows have you been watching? So one that you and another friend of mine actually asked me quite a few times if I'd watched it was never have I ever. Oh, so cute. <laughs> so cute. I loved it, devoured it. Um, it's definitely, if you, if you haven't watched it, it's more a little YA, but I thought the writing was really impressive as well. It's a Mindy Kaling show. So I was like, I think I'm going to like it. And you two were like, no, you're going to love it. And I'm like, oh, they know me yeah. so well. <laughs> like, <laughs> because yeah, you know, I I probably, it, like, again, same thing. Like, it wasn't, wasn't normally something I would be drawn to, mm-hmm. but um, – Actually, someone I know does the costumes for the show, and I had heard that it was really good. And then, of course, I wanted to see them, yeah. so I watched it, and even watched it with my husband. And we both just thought the writing was great, the, all the acting was great, and it was just like it was just a really fun show. And I, they interwove a much like deeper storyline besides just like the high school crush type storyline, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, I agree. I actually really enjoyed it. So kudos to you. Um, me that <laughs> and the that. randomness of John McEnroe being <laughs> That's a narrator right. was so funny. That's right. I I thought it would only be like an episode or two, and I'm like, oh, you read it. I'm like, I love it. I love it. Um, I just started watching Lucifer. Um, okay. So far, I really like it. The writing's really clever. And do they have new episodes currently, or is that is the show over? So. Not yet. So that'll that's so interesting to always um kind of see and hear because it does it happens, but not too much. They were on Fox and they got canceled. I for, I don't know how many seasons in, and Netflix saved them. So the last okay. few, I think a couple seasons have been on Netflix. And from what I hear, they're renewed for one more season. But I don't quote me on this. I don't think they've started filming yet. Um, I don't. Probably not. I mean, everything's been delayed. 
Yeah. So I think they have one more season left. So in the total will be six seasons, which is really impressive for a show. Yeah, that is. Yeah. Um, other things I kind of watched like earlier on, I think, you know, well, we all watched Tiger King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Train wreck. Yeah. Yes. I I mean, I don't think we need to even spend that much time on it since I feels like everybody watched it. Um, and then I watched this really funny show called, I think it's Teenage Bounty Hunters. That oh <laughs> I remember, I think you told me about this. Yeah. I mean, so I, I guess I should check this out because it sounds so yeah. ridiculous. So yes. it's actual yeah. teens. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, so they're not like hunting teens. The teens yeah. are the bounty hunters. Oh, that's so funny. Yes, correct. There's okay. they're bounty hunters as they're they're twins. And it, it kind okay. of like right off the bat in the first episode, you uh find out how that comes to be. Um it was okay. Like I don't know if they'll get renewed or if it even got that much attention, but it was funny. Like the writing was really clever too. Um which I you know what just and every platform, writers, like you guys have stolen my heart because it's just getting more clever with and the, you know, especially like in these drama series, but injecting this kind of humor and 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 sarcasm and wittiness into it is, I think, just such a fine line that is hard to do. And they're doing it so well. I love it. I love it. So yeah, and then I guess like the other flip side of our fun Netflix shows we've been watching, we've mm-hmm. been doing a lot of the more serious, either true crime or oh, yeah. documentary type shows. Like we watched Waco and Athlete A and Bikram. I mean, we've I, I'm I've always been kind of a true crime junkie. I think we've oh, also yeah. shared that. With us. Oh yeah, but um, yeah. So those are always fun to watch on Netflix. They always do a really good job at those. Yes, I agree. I watched some of those too. I mean, the Beakroom one was just, I mean, I don't even know what word I would use. Astonishing. Like, it was, ugh. I mean. It reminded me of that one. Um, it was on Netflix a few years ago. Was it Old Country or? Uh, I think about, so, about that. The cult? the cult? Yeah, the cult. I think it was mm-hmm. Old Country. I think you're right. That one was really good too. I like half watched it. I think I got to a point. I don't think I was in a good headspace, which is odd oh, because, like should. I said, we like the murder and the. <laughs> watch that one. It's really interesting. Oh, okay. I think I have to probably. But it just reminded me of that kind of like um, brainwashing almost. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's true too. It's. Um, I just don't want anybody but... that wears that little to be that close to me and be like. Mm-hmm. And sweaty. Yes. <laughs> it's like a hundred and something degrees in those rooms. Yeah. So that's so funny. Should we move on to another? Well, I will say this isn't on Netflix, but another great true crime one that we just finished was I'll Be Gone in the Dark on HBO. Oh, right. Um, If if anyone's not familiar, it's about the Golden State Killer. And it, it just was, we finished the audiobook. My husband and I were listening to audiobook together and then watch the HBO show and it was just, it's just fascinating. And um, if people aren't familiar with the case, I would recommend watching. It was really well done. Yeah. So I definitely want to watch that. And I actually really have wanted to read the book. I just haven't gotten around to it, but I did listen to a podcast like a, a year ago, I want to say, and it was 
so riveting and just interesting. So that is a very good recommendation. I definitely will watch that at some point. Um, how about Hulu? Do you have you have Hulu, right? I have Hulu. Um, the last thing we watched on Hulu, actually, one of my favorite shows right now was Rami. Mm. I just think, have you seen Rami yet? I haven't. So do you have Hulu? I do. I think you have I, to start watching. Rami. I think I started it and it felt a little awkward. I think I just have to stick to it. Okay, well. I have to say he's so awkward. Okay. Well, um, I think he's just um, – he's so – I think the writing is brilliant uh-huh. and his comedy is just very interesting. I think he writes comedy so well to like purposely make you uncomfortable. Oh. Um, like you're just kind of cringing like what? No, don't do that or don't say that. Um, but I just – it's so well done in this season. Mahershala Ali was in it and mm. he's just a phenomenal actor. And yeah, I don't know. It is definitely probably not for everyone. Like it is a more crude, dark sense of humor, mm-hmm. but I think it's so well done. I think you'll, you'll really enjoy it. Okay. What about you? Anything on Hulu? Yeah. So um, I watched normal people. Did you? No, I haven't seen that or heard of it, actually. Maybe it sounds familiar. Tell me about it. So it's based on a book. Then the book, um, I think, got really great reviews, too. It's with these teenagers. I didn't love it. Okay. eh. Like, it's set in Ireland with these two teens. And just kind of – it goes through – it starts with them in high school um, to the the end of college and when they get to the workforce, I think – and just their kind of relationship and it's your classic she's kind of a nerdy rich girl and he's like the cool it's not football so what is it like rugby player okay. um but they love each other but you know he like doesn't want to tell anybody and you just kind of follow their relationship i was okay i was just okay about it but i watched it okay <laughs> i don't know if anybody else feels differently if you do Please let me know. Please let us know because I was just kind of eh. And before this, I did want to read the book and now I'm kind of like, okay. I don't know because I do think it has a four and a something rating on Goodreads and Amazon. Oh, interesting. Which is hard to do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a pretty high rating for those platforms. So, But I have to say I usually almost always like the book better than any film or show. So maybe the book is much better. True. That's very true. Um, I forgot we just watched um, Morning Show on Apple. Have you seen that? Yes. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. I did too. I loved it. I wasn't sure what to think because, I don't know, I haven't seen Jennifer Aniston in a show in a long time, obviously. And it just reminded me, like, she's so good. Like, she's really good in the show. And Reese Witherspoon, I think we were, my husband and I were joking, is like, you know, she... Not that she was, I mean, she was great in Legally Blonde, but like you just really don't, I never really think of her, I always think of her in this fun way, but like really between Big Little Lies and Morning Show, I just feel like she's really just like grown into this like kind of powerhouse uh, actress. And I I don't know, I was, I thought it was fun. I like um, the guy from The League is in it. He's the producer. Yes. 
He was. I like him. Us, I think. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, that's. Mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, he was great. I'm actually glad that you brought that up. All of the actors from that show have done so well, and I I loved the league. I mean, we worked we worked on it. Do you remember? Oh, that? Yeah. <laughs> and I loved I, too. Yeah, and I felt like not a lot of people, at least who I talked to, like watched it. And I'm like, no, it's so good. And I'm so glad that they were able to go beyond this kind of niche comedy because they're yeah. phenomenal actors and writers. Like I and they're constantly producing and writing like I he and his brother are I forget what show I was really surprised to see his name come up as an executive producer and he might have he's a phenomenal writer as well so um and then to go back to Reese Witherspoon yes like I love her book club I love that she's just you know such female positivity um did you watch uh what is it called Little Fires Everywhere I haven't. So that, I hear it's a good book. I actually own the book. I just haven't had a chance to read it. So I love the book. So yeah. And this is hard for me to say because like you, I'm constantly nine out of 10 times like the book was better because it always is. You have more time to explain, like you get invested in it. And this is the one time I like this movie better. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I, there's a couple that happens with, but it's, it is rare. So that makes me more interested. I mean, I already had it on my list, but mm-hmm. um, now I'm really curious. Yeah. Well, I definitely think you should Maybe. read the book because they do change the ending and a little okay. couple of things that made sense. I actually, that's, I think that's why I like the movie so much. So more. would you recommend I read the book first or doesn't really matter? I don't think it matters. But she's also not a lovable character, Reese Witherspoon, in Little Fires Everywhere. And I enjoyed that. I love that she's taking on these more difficult roles. So she's amazing. Yeah. I can't, I can't say enough great things. I just about. feel like you just don't think about that. And then you see her mm-hmm. in all these things and she's producing a lot of them. And you're like, oh, she's like, I mean, good for her. Yeah, I agree. She's also somebody, maybe it's just me, that I'm like, we would be such good friends. <laughs> probably never talked to me, but I still have hope. (laughs) Okay. So let's jump into one of our favorites, reality. (laughs) Love reality. (laughs) So I know that I told you about Indian matchmaking because I was obsessed. Yes. And I was obsessed as well. After you did it, you did tell me to watch it and I loved it. Oh, good. And what I really loved is just learning, you know, something new. Like I, I wasn't too aware that people were still using matchmakers. Um, and I just loved it. I loved it. We've talked about this, like how real everyone was. Yeah. It was really refreshing to see a dating show where not everyone's had plastic surgery and it was just like real people trying to find love. And I just really, I don't know. I just, it's just refreshing to see. Yeah. Um, that on TV and I, enjoyed I mean there was a few I can't remember the name of the girl who was just like a little bit bitchy she was so closed off about even finding anyone I felt like it was like it had to be fit into this box and I was like oh she better open up her box a little bit or she's never gonna find anyone so being single like I think I'm kind of I mean I I I straddle bitchy every day or maybe I don't <laughs> battle. I just full on cross over that line. And I would tell Jill, I'm like, um, could, could you watch the show? Am I that bad? Like, please be honest with me. <laughs> Cause even I was like, dang girl, like that was harsh. <laughs> yeah. I can honestly say 
not even close. Oh, <laughs> you don't even compare. Um, she, I don't know if she tried to play it off like that or they edited it that way, you True. know, to make it more interesting, which is always something that can happen. But you did see some soft spot sides of her towards the end, which I appreciated. But I was hoping, like, they didn't really conclude a lot of the couples yeah. that they featured. And I really hope if they do another season, we get to, like, find out if any of them lasted or if the marriages were successful. I don't know if a divorce would even be allowed anyway, but like if they're happy together, especially the ones that were arranged really quickly. Yes. Cause some of them for anyone not listening, like, or anyone that's listening that hasn't seen it, some of the matchmaking happened really fast. And Mm -hmm. some of them, um, you know, it was kind of just like setting them up to date. And then from there, you'd mm-hmm. see what would happen. Yeah, agree. So like, I, I found it interesting. Yes. And I agree with you on everything. Like, I just, I want to know. <laughs> like, And I want a happy ending because I just need one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so glad that you loved it. Um, and we also talked about Selling Sunset. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so curious to hear. What yeah, so I binge Selling Sunset so quickly. <laughs> I was kind of like thankful my husband had to work late every night for like a week straight because I got through like three seasons of it. Um, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, like some of the girls are just ridiculous on no. it. But I just thought. I don't know. It was just like a fun reality show. And of course it's really fun to see these beautiful homes that some of them were like right up the street from where I used to live. I'm like, I didn't know they had such nice homes up there. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. Like I probably believe 10% of all of that, but sometimes you just need to watch Davina, like try to talk her way out of trying to sell a $75 million home. Like sure girl. She she was the one character in the show that I just could not stand. Oh, same. I would just get annoyed every time I see her on screen. Like, why is she still on the show? I was like, how she's did just, you get cast? She's just not a nice person, I feel like. Not that, I mean, all of them, I feel, because I feel like the other ones, like, they're bitchy, but it's kind of an act. Like, with her, I can't tell if it's an act. I feel like she might just be a mean person, which <laughs> isn't fun for me to watch I guess <laughs> I don't know what did you think? Think I've ever heard same like it just bothered me so much so I don't have a big circle of friends and I've always been like that because I do value loyalty so like I was heated when she you know at the end of the third season after the thing with the, not the thing but Chriselle's divorce and she's like well we just don't know there's both sides of the story and I will stand Mary because when she's like it doesn't matter and I was like yes girl you tell her she's like, it doesn't matter like this is our friend like you stick to your friend and I was like Davina, you're dead to me. I was just like, no. She's like, well, she, he was so nice. Like, she wasn't talking to us, but he was. And I, was, and I loved, oh my God, what was her name? Where she's like, sounds like a shitty husband to me. <laughs> that was my favorite part. I was like, I, who was that? That was pretty oh, funny. What is her name? Uh, Man- Manza? Amanza. Amanza. I was like, why does that not sound right? Amanza. She, she's like a silent assassin. Like she's got these (laughs) sound bites and like facial expressions. Like when she's on point, I'm like, yes, queen, 
drop it. She would be also a type of person like loyal to the end type of person. And maybe we'll see what happens in the next season. Yeah. So (laughs) until a reality show gets you and then you might change. Yeah. And then. Yeah. I just thought it was fun. I mean, all the characters were interesting, a little ridiculous, which is makes for good reality. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was interesting. Um, I mean, I'm, I think for sure they're going to get another season. So more on that to come. Um, I do too. The last thing I want to touch on, because this is one thing that we've always talked about pre-podcast and we have people to corroborate is The Bachelorette. Yes. Is it The Bachelorette? Yeah, it is The Bachelorette that's starting. So I think it premieres next week, the 13th. I'm so excited because I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. And... It's just like a guilty pleasure. This one's just going to be so different. I'm just really interested in this one because we've heard a lot of spoilers already. I mean, mm. I, you were always one to kind of read up on the spoilers, and I never did because I always wanted it to be a surprise. I like spoilers. <laughs> but, I mean, this one has been huge because the Bachelorette gets switched out mid-season. We already know this. So I'm curious why. I mean, I always felt like they always know who they kind of pick towards the beginning and then they play it out. So, so I don't know. Have you, you haven't. And that's the thing, like, we had wanted to let the listeners know to talk about this before, but things were cha- are they still are. They're changing so fast. Like, every day I find out, again, because my likes the spoils, and I don't know if I'm hurting anybody's feelings, like mute it now if for the next like maybe 30 seconds. But I just read, again, don't know if it's true, that producers already knew like they were going to switch out Claire with Tasha, And I'm like, what? So I'm, yeah, I don't know if it's true. Um, I did not see it on Reality Steve's page. It was somewhere else. So Oh, interesting. I don't know, but I'm very interested to see what exactly goes down. And it's going to be interesting because they're not traveling. They've filmed it all. Like they've quarantined. They're in one location. I mean, it's a beautiful location, mind you. Um, so. Do you know how long they filmed for? Was it a shortened time frame because they weren't traveling? And then also keeping all these people in quarantine is kind of a hassle. That's actually a really great question. Um, I don't know. That's a, I don't know. Probably. I'm sure the production time got cut by a couple weeks. Um, yeah. I'm know. really excited. Yeah. I mean, Same. it's just a fun a fun one to watch and guess who they're going to pick. But this one will be really interesting just because there's a twist. Yeah. And I want to see, like, I she's, you know, close to our age. Like, I love seeing an older bachelorette. So Yeah, that was the other thing. I was really excited that there was going to be an older bachelorette. So I'm kind of a little disappointed that she's going to be gone probably very shortly after it starts. But I did like Taysha from – was she in Colton season? I think so. Which is a whole other story you can talk about at a later point. There's so much Bachelor. (laughs) I know. know. Even when I don't want to get sucked in, like it sucks me in. Totally. Like these last few seasons have just been – so crazy. I'm just like, I mean, this year. Yeah, so let us know if you're going to be watching. Yeah. I'd love to hear from you. Like, do you guys want to hear more about it? Like, I I love spoilers. I, yeah. 
but I don't have to, even though it will pain me so not to tell you. <laughs> but, but yeah, or don't. You can, I won't be offended if you're like, stop. <laughs> I think we have probably another hour we could talk about what we're watching because, oh. I mean, people aren't going, we're not going out. So <laughs> we're watching a lot more TV than they used to. For sure. But, and, but also to be fair, there's so much good TV. Yes. I mean, it's like endless on Netflix, Hulu, Everywhere. Amazon. There's so many good shows. So, yeah, I agree. Um, so we won't take up any more of your time, but we'd love to hear from you. Comment on our Instagram posts. Like what are your favorite shows? Do you disagree with anything that we say? I, I just want to know what you guys are thinking. Give me something to do while yeah. I'm on the couch trying to recover from my <laughs> Well, yeah. I hope you feel better and have a better rest of your day because it's your birthday. But um, I think that on that note, we should uh, wrap this up. Yeah. So again, thanks so much for listening, guys. Like we absolutely love getting your comments on our Instagram. We love the five-star reviews. Like you guys are amazing. We love the love. Yeah. So remember to subscribe and you can reach us at coffee.life.allthethings at gmail.com or on Instagram at coffee.life.allthethings. And we look forward to hearing from you and we'll talk to you next week about all the things. Shut up. Did we not just do that perfectly? <laughs> That's